I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 41. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, my man? Uh, it's still got a cough, but better. <laughs> I, I, every time you tell me there's something wrong with you, I just ignore it <laughs> on the show. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast. Um, real quick before we dive into anything, 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 and we're going to start making these a lot quicker this time around. Uh, all of our socials, you can find us, I should say, the dirty work. You can find us on all social medias via the Monster Cast. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then you can see our pretty ugly faces on our YouTube channel. Um, and then as well as... Uh, that you can go to themonstercast.com and there you get to see all of our videos are on there. All of our audio podcasts are on there. Um, video content that is basically anything that goes on the YouTube, but it's all in one home for everybody to just go to and see. Um, there's also articles, uh, monster based around or universal monster based around. And then, um, you can also go to themonstercast.com slash merch and uh check out um our merch of course i am if you're watching the video today i am wearing one of the uh, monster cast logo shirts with herman's big old face right on my chest it actually came out pretty good i was surprised uh since i know yeah dude. i've only got the the exalted in heaven brody lee shirt <laughs> nice. rest in peace nice that's awesome um Real quick, too. Also, if you guys want to, you can go to the website, themonstercast.com, and slide over to the right side of your screen and click the mic button. You can leave us a voice message over there, which can also be played onto the uh, podcast itself. Uh, just let us know if you want that at the end of the message, and we'll pop it onto the episode for you guys. You can tell us anything you want about monster related, of course, or what you think of the podcast, things like that. Um, and then we also do have a Patreon. If you do want to join that, it's patreon.com slash the Munstercast. And uh, just be some yeah. fun stuff that we post there. That's all. Uh, yeah, you got a dollar you wouldn't miss if it fell out of your pocket. Give us a tip there. <laughs> Otherwise, leave us a review. Tell people all that stuff helps the show. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, leave some reviews on any um, platform that you listen to us at uh i know spotify you can't leave an actual review but you can just hit like the stars whatever it lets us know how we're doing um regardless but you can also go to of course themonstercast.com and leave a review directly on the website page you can be anonymous if you want you can anything you want to do um and it can get featured onto the website as well that way 
And I think that's it. So before we, you know, further move on into the monster movies to this, um, we said goodbye now to the monsters black and white. So yeah, yeah, we did. For, for, we did that a while ago, actually. For for our video people, you know, we're in Technicolor now. If yeah. you, <laughs> we got the new Technicolor background. Awesome. Um, so yeah, today we're going to be, of course, talking about the Monsters uh, film. That just looks like my grandparents' house. <laughs> Run down and old. So yeah. Uh, other than that, man, I don't have anything left to share. Do you have any extra news or anything like that we got to share? I know Rob Zombie's monster film comes out in a few days, like a, I think a week from a the time days, this comes out. A few days, like less than two weeks. Um, let's see. It'll be eight days once this comes out. Yeah. So a little over a week. Awesome. Okay. Anything, anything important in the monster verse? I haven't seen anything. Um, you know, Jeff and uh, Daniel are out traveling around, going to mm-hmm. many conventions. So if you see them, be sure to stop and say hi. They're amazing guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting to see if they're going to go to. Um, so I don't live there, but in Orlando, they have like a big like spooky empire convention thing. And I'm going to see if I can go to that. Uh, I just don't know. If Orlando I do has everything. Orlando does everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also the weekend. Like, I actually, I don't know if those guys are going to be there, but I know Christina Richie's going to be there and she's like bay to me. So, <laughs> like, I, I, I was looking at the thing last night. It popped up on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this. And then I realized it's like the same weekend as my birth, wife's birthday. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, no. You can't <laughs> do that. Happening. Can't do that. She's like, oh, you can go to it by yourself. I was like, yeah, I ain't going to deal with that aftermath. <laughs> That's a trap. It's <laughs> a trap. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, let's dive into this, man. Unless you got something else to go. No, oh, I got nothing, man. Awesome. So. We're jumping into the movies with the first ever Monsters movie. Called? Go on. Oh, waiting for you. Oh, Monster Go Home. <laughs> um, this is also which I thought is really, you were gonna add a bit more flair to it, but I <laughs> No. Uh it, it I just wanted to also add though, this is the only Monsters film that's ever gone to theaters. Ever. Did it? Yeah, it went to theaters. It's the only monster film to ever be in theaters, especially since like, you know, Rob Zombies is going just to Netflix. Um, I wasn't stuff, sure so. if it went to theaters or not. I was yeah. so, I don't that would that was the big an, thing. It got an advanced screening in New York in uh, Ju- uh, June 15th, 1966, before its public release of August 6th, 1966. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier and George Tibbles was involved, I believe, uh, directed by Earl Bellamy, who we last saw with the episode John Doe Munster. Remember that? Yes. All right. We got a big ass cast list, so. <laughs> Jump into it. We got Fred Gwynn, Yvonne DiCarlo, Al Lewis, and Butch Patrick back. Debbie Watson taking over as Marilyn Monster. Uh, Munster. Now, uh, she played uh, Tammy in Tammy, 
mm-hmm. which ran from 65 to 66 and Karen Scott and Karen, which ran from 64 to 65. So she had a couple of short main roles. Uh, we got Terry Thomas as Freddie Munster. Uh, let's see. He played James Franklin Jones in the old campaigner, which ran from, uh, 67 to 69. Uh, sir, he voiced Sir Hiss in Disney's Robin Hood that released in 1973. The the Fox one. Yep. Oh, I love that movie. I do too. Where's the live uh, action also, version of that? <laughs> that would just be furry. The movie, uh, <laughs> He also voiced an archaeologist in an episode of Inspector Gadget. I like Inspector Gadget. I'm going to reference it. Awesome. <laughs> we got. Do it. Her. Okay. This looks like Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> okay. Jingold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, look that up. I might Hermione have Gingold. Okay. Yeah. As Lady. Effigy. <laughs> Is it Effigy Monster? <laughs> Yeah, it's Lady Effigy Munster. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sometimes I type these and I misspell them so bad they become another word. And I don't have autocorrect on, so it just happens. Uh, we got Robert Pine as Roger uh, Moresby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the racing cars that are in this film are actually his. Oh, nice. Uh, he played Sergeant Joseph Getrayer in Chips, uh, which ran from 77 to 83 and in the 99 movie. Uh, he was Tarvin in season one, seven, episode 17 of Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, he played Gerald Halpert in The Office for 13 episodes uh, between 2009 and 2010. Uh, he played Master Orgus Din in Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, love that game. So that's going to get a shout out for me. And he played Buddy in Finding Carter, which ran from 14 to 15. Okay. So he's still out there. Uh, we got John Carradine as Crookshank. John Carradine. 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 Yeah, whatever. He played Mr. Gatesman. No, no, no. It's not a whatever. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> We could argue the semantics of how I pronounce stuff all day long. Anyway, he played Mr. Gateman in the uh, the TV show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got Bernard Fox as Squire Lester Mosby. (sighs) Mosby, every time I hear that, I just get how much mother. Uh, He played Colonel Crittendon and Sir Charles Chitterly in Hogan's Heroes. That's where I've seen him from. Could be. Uh, he was also Dr. Bombay and uh, so good. Richmire in Bewitched. There's probably and, Hogan's uh, Heroes. I watched that. A lot Max more. in uh, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. <laughs> who doesn't love the Herbie movies? I'm sorry. This guy, there's at least one that you have to like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got Richard jo- Dawson as Joey, who played uh, New Kirk in Hogan's Heroes. We got a lot of Hogan's Heroes people here. Yeah. Uh, Jeannie Arnold as Grace Munster. Uh, she played Mary 
Hamelmeyer? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I forgot to write down what what series that was from. I just have that she was in 13 episodes of something. <laughs> wow. The research, my man. The research. Like <laughs> I did this. Uh, the Cara Williams show. Okay. We, you know we are what? a very professional podcast. I promise you people. <laughs> I was half doing this and half asleep. So uh, we got Cliff Norbert as Herbert. Norton. Cliff Norton. I'm sorry. Uh, who previously played police chief W.R. Harris in a walk on the mild side. So a long time ago. Uh, Diana Chesney as Mrs. Mosby, Arthur Mallet as Alfie, Ben Wright as Hen Hennessy, sorry, Danny D as British as a British customs officer, Walter Bacon uncredited as a pub patron. Now, now this 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 guy has been in everything in the background, mm -hmm. like, uh. <laughs> He was in. Uh, nah, I doubt you'll know this, but here we go. It's another Star Trek veteran. He was in season one twenty eight, the city on the edge as an onlooker. <laughs> That's a very small role. Probably it's a very small role, <laughs> but I want to give all these people a shout right, out because right. uh, they were recognized. Uh, we got Robert Ball uncredited as the first ship steward. Uh, Dick Croquette <laughs> uncredited as the third ship steward. Uh, now, Dick here played a bald Klingon brawler mm -hmm. in season two, episode 15, The Trouble with Tribbles. Okay. And also uh, Andor Andorian Thrall, season two, episode 16, The Gamesters of Triskelion. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. That's a interesting episode. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might get a pop out of those. That's awesome. Uh, we got George D. Normand uncredited as man at customs. Uh, the, the pretty much everything from here on out are uncredited roles. Just so you're aware. These okay. are all like minor. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesser just like the little important. background people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, they got interesting shit. So uh, Jack Dodson uncredited as the second ship steward. Uh, he played Howard Sprague in 37 episodes of the Andy Griffith show and Ed Jenkins in one episode. Uh, he was Judge Farnham in St. Elsewhere and Mr. Mellon in Homefront. OK. We got Jimmy Garrett uncredited as a British hooligan. Uh, now, Jimmy Garrett played Jerry Carmichael in the Lucy show which ran from 62 to 68. Uh, he was, he went on to do accounting. He was the assistant production accountant for X two and seven episodes of next top model and 74 episodes of shark tank. So he's had a prosperous career, I believe. <laughs> what the hell is next top model? Is that the America's next top model? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that really horrible show where they basically, Yeah. That was the Don't, one. That was the one done by the very popular chick, right? I I don't know any of the models' names, honestly. I forget I'm her name, but my wife it. watched it, and it was. If you ever want to feel horrible about yourself, like 
the worst you could possibly be. Listen to these very skinny, good looking people be told that they're too ugly and fat. <laughs> not tall enough. Not. Yeah. Enough. Oh, God. That show is terrible. It's no wonder it didn't make it. For- <laughs> uh, James Gonzalez, uncredited as a race spectator. Robert okay. Hitchcock, uncredited as a ship passenger. Uh, this was his first acting role, according to IMDb. Henry Hunter, uncredited for a minor role, who previously played the mayor in Mike's Peak and the older man in Herman, the Master Spy. So we got a returning veteran here. It's nice that he was able to be given a a role. Peter James, uncredited for a minor role. Colin Kennedy, uncredited as a man in the pub. Uh, Helen Klebe, uncredited as Emily uh, she was previously the first woman in Underground Munster and the manager's wife in a visit from Johan. So I really like that we're getting some you know, people back from uh, episodes. I just hope we're getting people back from the beginning of the episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know what? I see the end of the list here. <laughs> Crossword time, people. <laughs> Don Knight, uncredited for a minor role. Now, he played Fletcher in The Immortal. Okay. And Chase's father in Manimal, which is something I think you should look up if you haven't. Did you just leave me? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> uh, Lori Mann, uh, Maine, Lori, Lori Mann, uh she played, or I'm sorry. <sighs> now you threw me all off, dude. You threw me all off. Oh, Lori Maine is a guy who played or voiced Watson in The Great Mouse Detective. Okay. I Gary can watch some Marsh. of these old things. Yeah, Gary Marsh uh, was in this. William Meter was uh, in this. He he was a board officer in season one, episode twenty, court martial of Star Trek. Only a few more, I promise. Terrace Mitchell, <laughs> Stacy Morgan, William H. O'Brien, Monty O'Grady, who has two Star Trek credits. He was in A Taste of Armageddon and The Devil in the Dark. Okay. Is that uh, it? Norman. No. <laughs> Norman Palmer. Sorry, Richard, people, I tried. <laughs> Richard, Richard Peel, who was uh, Mr. Withers in Family Affair. Uh, Glenn Randall Jr., who was also a stuntman for this movie. Okay. John Roy, John uh, Trainy Train, and Dennis Turner. That's the full cast list that people have put. <laughs> awesome. There's some interesting people there. I want them to get the shout out. I want people to go look them up. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I get it. If they're unhappy, skip forward. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe next time we do a, a Star Wars scroll through the video. <laughs> if you want to set that up, I won't be opposed. That would be pretty hilarious. <laughs> awesome, dude. All right. So let me get into the synopsis for this. So I'm going to take basically a, a section of what I put out. Um, if you guys have not checked out, we put on the trailer for this uh, film uh, in 4.3. Uh, so it's original format onto our YouTube channel. That's the MonsterCast YouTube channel. You can check that out there. Um, and I'm just going to read my synopsis on there. It says, Herman and Lily learn. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, Got to do the title, right? 
Munster Go Home from 1966. As Tivis previously stated, I think I'm going to get away from that because it's going to be harder with the movies <laughs> without an exact date. All right. Herman and Lily learn from Kavanaugh Munster's will that they have inherited an English manor known as Munster Hall in Shroudshire, England, and that Herman has inherited the designation Lord of the Manor as Lord Munster. All right. Um, real quick. Munster Go Home is a 1966 American comedy film based on the 1960s family sitcom, The Munsters. It was directed by Earl Ben Bellamy, who also directed. Oh, now who can't say names? I've only said that name a few My times. My prince is super <laughs> tiny. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll but, make it bigger, old man. <laughs> who also directed a number of episodes in the series. The film was produced immediately after the television series completed filming its original run. It included the original cast, with the exception of Marilyn, who was <clears throat> played by Debbie Watson, replacing Pat Priest from the series. We'll get into that. I have yeah. some stuff on that um, for my notes. Another little bit of information about this. In 1997, Good Times Entertainment released Monsters Go Home on VHS alongside the 1981 made-for-TV reunion movie for the Monsters Revenge. In 2001, Good Time Entertainment released a DVD version of the film using the same transfer. In 2006, Universal Home Entertainment released a two-feature DVD featuring Monster Go Home and Monster's Revenge. Mm -hmm. And that's all I got for that. <laughs> all that you can see in the video description, too, that I put on YouTube. Anyways, uh, let's dive into this, man. So uh, as we said well, last week, I think it was, or the week before, um, we're not going to do a shot-for-shot -shot break. breakdown of the movies because... One, we're going to end up doing Rob Zombie's Monsters 1, and that's just going to be something like a one or two time view isn't going to be enough, most likely. Uh, and this one, they're just longer. They're just longer. They're not yeah. 40 minutes because we, we broke down two twenty minutes. What was the runtime on this? Like Hour 36, something minutes? yeah, something like that. Oh, 96? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, this came out. Uh, yeah, this is going to be just a general discussion, but the, the give a frame of mind of when this came out. It was about three months after the season two finale. The show had already been canceled and the Batman movie had just come out like the week prior to this. The one with sharks repellent. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> the very show that got <laughs> this one canceled, put their movie out a week prior. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some uh, shady stuff, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I have to get my notes from my phone because Batman I, wasn't even around that long by then. So how did they how they got a movie? Well, I guess because the comic has been around for forever. Yeah, that first season was so popular, dude. Yeah, but we're well, here to talk about the monster movie. They also <laughs> had serials, too, by the way. So, way well, yeah, that. there was two before the show. Yeah, and I own them both. They're awesome. weird. Uh, Anyways, monster movie. Let's do this. <laughs> Let me dude, pull my notes I love the music for this intro. The the yeah. the take they did on the theme tune. Mm -hmm. uh, did you like their little uh, layovers? Because I know you didn't like their the layover. The 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 hell am I trying to say, Tivis? The... I only didn't like it when it was over the family. If it was okay. outside the house, yeah, like. 
if it was over something and that they were doing, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> they did something really cool too. And, and I suggest that everybody go and watch this film. Uh, if you have never seen it to understand like our talk, cause we're probably going to be around, but like, yeah, I actually like that the, they don't do it over like scenes. Like they do it in the intro, but then they stop it for a second so that they can act out their scene and then they continue on with it. Yeah. Um, and this was such a fantastic introduction of the family too. You mm. just get the hearse pulling up, you know, it's uh maybe it's Charlie from the early season one, not his brother, uh, letting him out of the back of the, mm. he, you know, fall asleep in the back of the hearse yeah. from the parlor is those poor actors. They, <laughs> it's they, those actors looked like they were so happy to be in that scene with like Herman Munster yeah but didn't get any talking and like any lines or nothing they just had to be like all right bye like they just use their hands to wave them off and stuff <laughs> i was just like oh man that sucks um uh i just thought that was the perfect introduction to yeah. you know the the head of the family as he constantly calls himself yeah yeah <laughs> he's the face of the show literally and ours see see on the shirt <laughs> <laughs> he's literally the face um so yeah i i definitely like that intro man um I, at first like the guy i didn't re realize it i had to like rewind it to figure out where the other guy came from um that was just walking up at first i was like did they recast mr gateman because i saw he was in the, the thing i was like did they recast him and just have a the same actor play a different character like what but then i realized it was just some guy walking by Mr. so gateman wouldn't be oh oh you're talking about the guy walking his dog yeah yeah, yeah. that uh, so i just i assume like they were all like just you know it was like herman's last day so they were sending them off they didn't really explain he was just getting dropped off yeah it was carpool. just a carpool i know yeah that was a, a great callback to very early on before he got his license to drive the hearse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot uh, of nice callbacks and or setups for people who didn't necessarily watch all the episodes of the show in mm. this. There's there's a lot of good stuff that they do um they as they do break a lot their, of rehashing as well. Which, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um I loved in the when they're reading the will. Grandpa just summons fire for no reason on his finger. <laughs> he's, eh, oh, he he's lights bored. his cigar. He's like, oh, does cigar. he? I, yeah. I didn't see the cigar. I just uh, thought he was like, I'm bored. Here's fire. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he he lit his finger and then he was just like, it took him a second. And then Al Lewis just decided to do something kooky with it. But yeah, he was lighting. <laughs> he was lighting a cigar. That's what he was doing. Um, I like how they, they just like, they're just like all sitting there like, like they they're acting kind of like how a normal i guess normal family they are a normal family am i saying but like they're how like people family of average american people sure <laughs> uh but they're acting kind of like you know oh it's it's somewhat of a sad occasion because they're about to tell him one of his family members just passed away <laughs> almost but then it's like He's a happy occasion for them too like it's like awesome sweet um and then they get the will and shit. And so they read the will and all that stuff, which is kind of cool. And that's what sets the entire movie up. I love this line because as we find out, Herman becomes a Lord 
for yeah, uh, it definitely doesn't go to his head or anything before a town for a town in there and dude he smashes that table he busts the freaking fireplace <laughs> i'm like wait dude are you just trashing your house because you have another one now or <laughs> what's going on no they plan to come back because they leave spot yeah. to guard the house yeah they leave spot there but there's a line that grandpa says to um, Marilyn so that we all as audience members understand this is Marilyn, the new girl. And he yeah. purposely is like, hey, Marilyn. So I used to think there'd always be an England. Now I'm not so sure because <laughs> Herman's going to be a lord there. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, that's great. Um, uh, the, the, I, the, just first off. This movie is beautiful. It's yeah. amazing. All the like where they're going through the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Herman's walking with uh, Lily. They're trying to get Grandpa from making his booze from the basement. Uh, Though the lab scene is just spectacular. I can't. Uh, oh, I can't wait to compare and contrast that to Rob Zombie's like stuff, dude. Yes, it's gonna be awesome. Um, and. and there's a lot of things that happen in this. You get a lot more mannerisms from Lily, I feel, in this movie than we did previously. But also, I think it's seeing it in color, too. Mm-hmm. Seeing it in color and seeing Lily do this exact Yvonne do the same mannerisms that she was doing in the show. There was something about it that just popped to me. And I was like, oh, no. Like anyone who's talked crap about like Sherry doing the stuff, I'm like, this is like almost identical to what Sherry has done either in the trailer and or in other movies I've seen her in like her as, um, um, uh, oh, which movie is it? Like in the devil's rejects franchise, uh, house of thousand corpses, devil rejects and three to hell or three from hell. Sorry. Um, her mannerisms in there are a lot like Lily's almost in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, oh, no, she can definitely pull that off. I just think that people <clears throat> see it differently because it's in color. Um, but again, I saw this movie differently in color, like different characteristics that they were doing actually popped out to me more because it didn't seem like. Lily's skin was blending in with the background. You know what I mean? When she yeah, they actually had a lot ways. of problems with the makeup during this. Um, I didn't include it in my trivia, but uh-huh. I might as well say um, if you notice Lily's hands from where she's touching stuff all the time, the makeup is gone. Yeah. And especially around like their necks and stuff, Eddie is very visible, like where his collar is rubbing it off and behind the ears anytime you get a behind the head shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's part of it. It makes it better. And maybe it's not yeah. for for maybe for her. It's not actually her skin tone. That's just sunblock. So she can go outside, dude. She is a Dracula. Oh, that's a good lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But I, it's just uh, problems with it aside. They look great. In this mm. all of them look like how they're described in the show. Yeah. It's who they are. And you can see too the makeup that they do on Fred for for Herman, like his forehead, brow and stuff like it's a little thicker green there in certain areas. But in black and white, you know, that pops for the shadowing. Do do you want to know? I have uh, I'll say one of my trivia things now. Okay. Eddie's makeup. Took an hour 
an hour. Herman's took twice that. Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Herman, he does the whole prosthetic <laughs> headpiece. Eddie, mm-hmm. I think, is just the ears, right? Just the prosthetic on no, the He's ears. also got face paint on well, and Well, he's stuff. got face paint, but as far as the yeah. prosthetics go, he only really had yeah, the pointy well, yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah. But it's like they only had uh, 18 to 25 days to film this uh, uh, mandated by Universal. So they're spending a good couple hours just getting the makeup done every day before they can even start shooting. Yeah, another example of Universal rushing a Munsters product. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys didn't listen to our chat at the end of last episode, you'd understand that a little bit more. (laughs) Um, I love when they get on the the boat to start going and Herman's getting on and he's like, I don't know why they're staring. I'm being inconspicuous. And on the back of it, it says Lord Herman. (laughs) He can't help himself. And then he immediately gets seasick, which is great. Yeah, like he's just in the boat and he's just like, oh, and then he's like, oh, oh, we're moving. We're moving. (laughs) Um, Uh, I wonder, though, do you think this is one of the many boats that they possibly worked on when they were moonlighting and didn't tell each other? It could be. Um I know that this boat is model like it's the USS, uh, uh, I think United States. It's somewhere in my notes and it's Mm -hmm. actually based on a real boat. Okay. But uh, yeah, if the person who designed that boat saw this one, they would have a a conniption. (laughs) (laughs) Just a a little tease for some stuff that's somewhere in there. I can't find it, so I'm not going to read it. But I uh, like let's dive boat ride. Hold on, let's go back because for a second and and do this like really quick because I know it could be something. So in the house, they bring back up the whole Marilyn, this, this, you know, her dysfunction and stuff like that. So that um, the audiences who didn't watch a show understand. She's just especially ugly or something because they even say it when they're around normal people. Yeah. Like, that's just rude. I guess because she's so, like, supposed to be, like, so beautiful to them, more beautiful is even uglier than a normal person. Um, So, I don't know. But, so they, they, they had to do that misfortune thing again to get the audiences who didn't watch the show to understand this is a misfortune for her um, within yeah. the family and stuff like that. So, um, what did you think of them changed like we all know why they changed there's multiple reasons why they were wanting to push this actress i I got it things like that that's my first note actually in in the trivia in this one she just 100 looks way younger uh than Mm -hmm. pat priest granted she is in real life a lot younger i think pat priest was in her 30s um when monsters ended and she was like what 17 18 something like that maybe yeah in the show in the tv show they note that marilyn is in her 20s like yeah she's in college 21 or something like that 20 in their 20s in this they straight up say she's 19 years old Mm -hmm. i'm like wait so she de-aged or is this something that possibly happened in between one of the episodes 
you know. I mean, it maybe they're constantly changing their ages. The only one who ever ages up is Herman. Yeah. I mean, we got and he's been Eddie, nine like five times. <laughs> yeah, nine, and then he was ten once, and then back down to nine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's what did you think yeah. of her though? Um, like I, I mean, thought she did a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, it's not Pat, but it's yeah, she did a good job for the role. I thought. I think for the script that they gave <laughs> Debbie, she did a decent job for what they were going for with this script. Um, yeah. As far as, you know, it, it just didn't pop to me like she would be one of those people who would be like almost like a counterpart to Lily, because really she mm. wasn't in this entire movie for an hour and a half. You're watching. And there's there's really no scenes of her and Lily together uh, just by themselves doing that's true doing their yeah. stuff like we saw a lot of during season two. Yeah. You see a lot of in season two. This this one it's and, and they brought back the love interest angle. Yeah. Luckily they didn't do it too bad. But yeah. in this this movie, it's like her and Eddie are together more often than not. And which just makes her seem even younger, honestly. Yeah, I thought I thought the same. So and then of course uh they do that stupid scene in the car, and I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> she pretends like she's racist. Yeah. And she gets the shifter stuck. I hope they didn't do anything to that car during filming. Oh, probably not. No. Who knows? Like, you can you can only play around with that stuff so much until it you know, something happens. I don't know, stuff I happens in my car all the time and I use yeah. it normally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I think, I think as far as the reasoning and shit behind changing her out was stupid. I feel that Debbie did a good job though, for the script she's given and the scenario that she was pushed into because, yeah. you know, she's being pushed in to this group of people that have been working together for at least two years. So, yeah. And you got to remember that, uh, Fred and Al were, like all of these people were pretty much family to them. They threatened yeah. to quit when they wouldn't let um, Beverly leave out of yeah. her contract. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're that they got that close. All of them. Yeah. Well, they could tell that Beverly just wasn't, she wasn't happy doing it and stuff. So yeah, that's why, which is, uh, it's a cool story, man. Like they were willing to just scrap the entire project because this one actress wasn't feeling that, you know, which yeah. is really good. So, uh, and then Pat Priest was cast. What like three days after? <laughs> yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah, something like that. I forget what she said in one of the interviews, but it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I think that as far as like, I know there's a lot of people out there that just like, oh, screw it, they recast her for this. I'm like, I understand those reasons and stuff. Like, I don't understand the reasons. You know what I mean? But I understand it happened. But we can't put it on the Debbie. It's not like she's the one that was like, oh, I want this part. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. There are those kinds of people. Yeah. She didn't have that kind of power. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and, even today, people don't know where to put their anger. Yeah. They blame the wrong people. I'm like, you realize that there are, you know, people in charge of these people that they have to listen to. Right. You know, this. 
No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to the boat stuff, though, stuff I liked. Yes. Um, the uh, the the uh, I don't think they're called bellhops on boats, but the the person who was helping them with their luggage and he's like freaking out at the looking at them. And he's like, yeah, "Can I get a tip?" And Grandpa's like, "Oh, thank you." He goes to like drink his blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> no. Oh, that poor. Like, and then we got a mirror break. Yeah. <laughs> The classic mirror break. I'm glad that made it into the movie. Mm-hmm. There was a. <laughs> oh, it's not here yet. Okay. So, oh. yeah, we're still on the boat. And <clears throat> everything they do on the boat is perfect. It It's sort of reminiscent to when they were on the train. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. For when they did the, uh, what are they called? The Indian Flats or something. Mm-hmm. When they're going they were on vacation. Episode. Yeah. Um. So it, it reminded me a lot of that. Uh, well, a little bit of that. Freaking Butch Patrick. They went back to putting him in everything they could just fit him in. <laughs> yeah. He said, it's just like, here's a dresser drawer. Go in it. Uh, I'm like, how much, re- how reinforced were those dressers? <laughs> they had to have done something good. To- oh, Although it's old Fred, dresser. So to, when Fred opens it to talk to him, he like slams it shut. Yeah. Dude, did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah uh, uh we got a little bit of herman's origin here that he was adopted by an english family after he left germany so yeah. that was cool to learn well you have to um, figure out how how the hell he has that dang name so i, I was glad yeah. to see that i wonder if we'll see that in zombies movie uh because he does I, i'm really curious number, about that too name yeah. so well interesting yeah um Al eating that banana pill was one of the grossest things I've ever seen on this show. Well, clearly he didn't eat it, but. Oh, he took a bite out of it, dude. No, he didn't. They The way they cut that, you could tell he didn't actually have it in his mouth. No, it looked like he did a real good job pretending. Oh, yeah. It looked like he did. Of course. Uh, that's called acting, Tibbis. <laughs> can, can I just say the guy that Marilyn's love interest, he's a real, you know, POS is he like though, he's like, so full of himself? He just reminds me of a lot of like, like a car guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, that, I have many family members like that. <laughs> almost all my family members are like that, even the ones that listen. Um, except they aren't like into like you know a three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar fucking car. Maybe mainly because they can't afford it, but still. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, he just came off as like one of those guys who's like into the car stuff. He knows his car stuff, but he's also not, I don't know, he could have been worse. He really could have been worse. And he actually seemed like he cared for Marilyn in this when when he was like, why isn't she talking to me? Like, what happened? And, and you can see that his parents are hiding why she left the house later mm-hmm. down the road. Um, yeah. But then the boat, it's like he takes off or he, he doesn't leave off. the best uh, first impression. I'll leave. I'll say that. But even like I would say like with her in this is actually kind of worse because he just says that she's the most beautiful you know person she's ever seen. And she gets offended because she thinks he's making fun of him. <laughs> oh, my God. Or we see some he's real. Fun of her. 
real mentally screwed up stuff that this family has put in her head in this movie. Yeah. Which makes it That's it, devastating. It makes all the comments even worse when you start oh, to does. think about them all. It's oh, like it really perspective. Does. Like and maybe this is how, you know, she ends up, you know, having a broken heart all the time is because she thinks all the guys are just messing with her. Yeah, I I love the whole every time they kiss, he sees things. And it's the that, that last scene yeah. where they kiss and she's, do you see things? No, as the family are staring at really creepy out the window. Yeah, just rel- really reminiscent of like I think it was one of the first episodes where Marilyn bring home brings home a guy, and Herman just peeks his head out the window. I think it was the mm-hmm. very first episode, actually, um, not including the pilot. Yeah, it was. And Herman peeks his head out the window to see what's going on out there, and yeah, I honestly thought that because of the way they were walking up, and you see the 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 walls and stuff like that, how they're at mm-hmm. for the entryway of the house or the, the property. I thought they were going to try and recreate that first intro of like the dude, like dipping over the wall and everything like that. I'm glad they didn't go that route. Cause this guy seemed, he seemed more understanding, I guess like he liked her. Although we'll see how all- he, deals with he actually meets the family instead of thinking he's hallucinating them right <laughs> well we're also never going to see that so no we won't um it, it would be interesting to f- have her find a, a guy that could deal with looking at the family and everything it, like it would be interesting if this guy came back for monster's revenge which is the next one right yes yeah that's yeah. the next one um which is made in 1981 i think it came out yeah it came out quite a bit after this yeah uh which they recast Marilyn again i believe <laughs> so yeah and eddie and eddie that time yep yeah but it would have been funny yeah, to it, see butch patrick in the same outfit at that age <laughs> it would have been like uh, uh what's that one band dude's name from uh acdc is it acdc that did it he wears oh, the, were there? Yeah, 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 in the schoolboy outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it would just look like that. <laughs> and that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, just get uh, uh, Angus Young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have him skip it around the house. <laughs> like when, oh, when people were awesome. like, oh, Butch Patrick's going to play, you know, Eddie again, just older. I was just like envisioning that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Have Angus do it now that he's an old man. <laughs> oh god uh we get a little brief introduction to the 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 monsters the the uh, you know the adopted family of herman yeah Uh, the douchebags they're insane yeah they're crazy (laughs) the uh, what the son wants to kill them immediately and the daughter is kind of just like laughing maniacally the whole time at everything yeah um (laughs) it's it's interesting because it's like i'm trying to think of something that reminded me of it was just very uh like you assume these people just kill people all the time (laughs) once again i got scooby-doo vibes oh yeah i totally wrote that down in my notes i was like there's no way you can't watch this movie and the monster show and say that Scooby-Doo wasn't influenced by this shit. Because this oh, first Scooby-Doo episode came out three years later, I want to say. 
mm-hmm. from this. And there's no way. I mean, they even do an unmasking at the end of this movie. Like, they do, yeah, like, they do. Like, it's it's this guy. It, it's gotta I, be. I've, oh, what do they say? It's they're like, oh, it has to be the butler. It's always the butler in the American films. And then, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's if it's I have said this continue. Whenever people are complaining about the cheesiness in Rob Zombie's yeah. trailer, like watch this show. The cheesiness is there. I fully hope we get yeah. visible uh, strings that lift people's hair when they get see the monsters in the movie yeah. i want that because this is just scooby-doo with real people yeah that's what this is it's a cartoon this this entire movie is almost exactly like a scooby-doo episode uh, just not just the the movie the whole show like all, those two seasons we yeah. watched all everything so far is just a cartoon with real people i mean even the um the 70s animated show that we watched last week with uh austin yeah uh, that was straight up a Scooby-Doo episode. There's no, yeah, well, no way. That's like Scooby-Doo meets Josie and the Pussycats. Like, that's that's all it was. That's a good crossover, by the way. They do it multiple times, too. Do they? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the Hanna-Barbera stuff crosses over. Okay. Um. Yeah, the, the family's just crazy, man. And, and it did definitely give me Scooby-Doo vibes. And then now that I'm watching it and stuff, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to watch Scooby-Doo and not be like, this gives me monsters vibes. <laughs> as soon as I finish this, I wanted to go watch the the Scooby-Doo movie that James Gunn wrote. Uh-huh. It's just like I, I, I was in that mood. Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah. That's and, and it. Yeah, because these people are just crazy, man. And they're like so cartoony almost. They um, are. And and so. uh offensive towards the english like honest, <laughs> honestly like i've seen a lot of like you know bbc tv and shit like that and oh my god these people are offensive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> offensive characters anyway i'm sure yeah, you know they're taken from yeah stereotypes that that's about it so yeah um but then we get the reuse of the grandpa stuck as a wolf yeah yeah uh, which on the i boat. loved how they got into that though when he's like here take this for your seasickness and herman's like no i don't want your pills yeah <laughs> he's like just take it he's like, you take it first yeah <laughs> he's learned <laughs> it was that's a good one yeah it was a nice callback to uh uh call the wild yeah and they they do the same thing too when they escape it's like uh, a scarf around yep. her neck yeah <laughs> The, the drunk guy during all of this is just fantastic. <laughs> so so people don't remember Call the Wild. Grandpa transformed into a wolf to go and hang out with the pack at night and then couldn't transform back. He got caught mm-hmm. by the wildlife people and then Herman had to go and bust him out. And uh, to get him out of the park, Lily wore him as a scarf, basically, to get him out of there. Um, and then... In this one, the same dang thing happens, and she goes back and is like, "You need to go get Grandpa." But they do a weird scene in this where <laughs> Grandpa is like licking inside of Herman's mouth, and I was just like, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no! Why did you have to add uh, this you, scene?" Yeah, that's the dog, though. You can't control the dog. I don't care. I don't care. Also, Herman don't let dogs better. do that. That's gross. Her, even that, yeah, especially if a dog's do it. But other than that, it just. It just pushes that mark of me saying grandpa's just trying to hook up with his son-in-law like the whole time. 
<laughs> There's oh, so boy. many examples of it from this uh, show too that we've talked about. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was just like, "Oh no!" And then I was just thinking, "Oh, Fred, why did you let a dog do that?" Because that was like <laughs> yeah. deep tongue in you. <laughs> anyways uh, yeah that i literally uh, wrote in my notes oh no oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> um i loved the little the little scene with the pub where uh grandpa stops and asks for directions <laughs> oh yeah he appears as, as dracula would appear in a movie yeah is it how do i get to the manor <laughs> like you, you just just go down straight. the road <laughs> it's just straight go straight down the road to munster uh, manor Thank you. (laughs) They're all like, all right, yeah, that just happened. (laughs) And see, now because of this movie, so people used to call the Munster House Munster Manor. And Mm -hmm. I still hear people call, you know, the house that's behind us in the video Munster Manor. Like, no, 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 no. That's Munster's house. Munster Manor's in England. So. Uh, I think that was my fault. I started calling it that and it kind of just stuck here on the show. I um, still think it sounds better. <laughs> what what it, so you were talking about how she was wearing grandpa as a scarf again and he runs yeah. away after a cat which I feel that cat is their kitty from the show. Um it could be. They just they brought you know, it with. They, no, Does I don't think they, they brought left it, it in England. I don't think they brought it with them. I just think that it's the same cat that they used as kitty on the show. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, because why not? Plus, it's a nice callback to the black cat in the show and stuff. The only thing we didn't really get a callback to was Charlie the Raven. Yeah. Um, but so I was going to say that. Yeah. Grandpa takes off after this cat in wolf form. And then we get him, you know, he appears back in human form after he goes behind the box like he's done multiple times and everything. Yeah. Um, and then he didn't lose his memory this time. Yeah. But then we get a random fourth wall break from Al. I'm just like, what's going on? Like, is this something that's going to happen throughout the movie? Nope. It just happened that one time. I was just, I was like, whoa, what that's is just g- the magic of grandpa. <laughs> and look, the, when they finally arrive at the manor. Yeah. The, the Munster family keeps calling are monsters the americans like only two of them are american that we know of we don't even know if maryland's american that's true yeah only one of them that we can verify because we don't know where her parents are from or where they live and eddie they she might be canadian as far as the show goes we don't actually really know how long they lived in the states before so even eddie might not be american like birth wise i feel like we've gotten some context that they moved there to have a family was that it i i think so he's been working at the same it's place been for 70 nine episodes <laughs> the same same parlor for nine years then yeah Good for him. Well, they mentioned he's been there for a long time. Good for him. He's going to have a nice... uh. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Duh. Because he fought in the wars and shit for the United States Army. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. there for a long time. Yeah. So they've been there for a while. It's just we don't know when Marilyn came over or if, you know, her sister lives across seas or in the state somewhere else. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Sorry, people. 
questions we all have to ask, right? Um. So yeah, they get into the house, and I love the whole. Also, fuck them. Um, they did Freddy Monster. I'm sorry. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did um, Freddy Monster. I'm like, why? I <laughs> jumping ahead a bit. I loved the scene between Eddie and Freddy. We got a call back to that one. He's like, yeah. can you kiss me goodnight? <clears throat> no. Oof. Can you kiss or what do you say? Can you kiss Wolf Wolf goodnight? He's yeah. like, no. Well, then can you kiss me goodnight? And they did a so weird... grabs the doll. <laughs> Dude, it was a awkward scene. I'm just gonna say that. It was really awkward because like they even do this like camera angle on Butch that I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Freddie didn't know what was going on. I love the look of bewilderment on his face throughout that entire he's like, who what why are you talking to me, child? <laughs> it was it was awkward. Uh <laughs> it was really <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Uh yeah. That when they uh they get to their bedroom and they have all of the the welcome party of uh, uh somebody in a ghost and I swear there was someone standing on the balcony outside. Yeah. Well, I like these effects to like, clearly they were all sped up and stuff yeah. of like, there was sliding panels in the walls and like a skeleton head was there. just like laughing. And then there was another one where a skeleton was just hanging there, like screaming. And then there was one where a coffin opened up and there was like this nun, like a dead nun yeah. or something. I'm not sure. What it was, it looked like a nun. <laughs> it just laying in there with the eyes open too. I'm like, is that a real body? Like, do they have like a real body somewhere? Uh, yeah, I love the reactions to that because like, ooh, a sliding door. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't get excited about that? A secret door? That's awesome. And the way that they did it too, it was just like, I wouldn't have even been scared. I would just been like, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. That's. You know, it, it reminds you of, um, well, at least nowadays, uh, uh, the, what was that Disney movie house, the haunted house or whatever. Tell me the Eddie haunted Murphy mansion, haunted mansion. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds you of haunted mansion a little bit for people that, you know, are younger. <laughs> that's, that's a good one too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. <laughs> in the morning when they go you know freddy's done it's like these people are weird <laughs> then they all come down and greet them properly in the morning and i love the interaction with the uh i can't remember her damn name the who's freddy's sister freddy's sister yeah is um the other lady effigy is that he, it? No, that's no, the mom. That's the mom. Um, it is. No. Uh Grace Munster. Grace. Jean yes. All Arnold. She yeah. Yeah, I loved the reaction. They're like, just look, Marilyn. See how the skin complexion can look so much better <laughs> with when you look terrible. And she just stared at and hisses like <laughs> so messed up that's so rude (laughs) so messed up yeah oh (laughs) Oh. (laughs) um that that girl just hisses for no reason too throughout yeah she does and it's always 
perfectly timed too. Yeah. I I didn't care for that character at all. I was like, you could have done this entire movie without that character and it would have been fine. Yeah. Uh yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, once uh Herman and Al start exploring the house, that's my next bit of notes here is uh they oh, discover the Well before oh, you do that real quick then let me say Herman did his bed body trick again. Where he used the bucket and the yes. mop, like a callback. Yeah, he did. Um, he he did that previously. I I forget which episode it was, but he had done it. Um, and the same reaction from Lily too came about from it and everything. Yeah. So where have you been the last hour? <laughs> yeah. But at least this time we get to see him building it. I don't think we in the episode the show we saw we him <laughs> do that. We just saw it. There. Oh man, sorry about that. Um, we do. Oh, did we, we did debris very briefly. Yeah. Okay. We see him like putting the padding under there and then setting the bucket yeah. down. Yeah. I know in the um, movie we saw the whole setup, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, like, when, uh, like we said, there's a lot of callbacks to the show in this. Oh, there's so many, but uh, I just, I, this scene I loved. Uh, they find the secret passage in the fireplace. Grandpa goes through it. <laughs> He's like, hand me your torch. And Herman naturally hands it to him fire first and you just hear al yelling yeah <laughs> i was like of course herman would do that <laughs> i don't know why i'm zoomed in because <laughs> i'm being lazy <laughs> I'm looking for something in my office at the same time. All right, well, I'll just I can still hear you. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, when they're exploring the entire house, dude, it's um, I love it. I love the entire scene and everything like that. Mm. Um, yeah, Herman has no clue where the hell he's going. And Grandpa's no. just like, here, let's go into the dungeon. Let's. There's got to be a basement somewhere, is what he says. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm surprised Grandpa says basement because he doesn't even call his area the basement. Yeah. Oh, going back to the beginning. Um, before they leave, Marilyn was shocked that they have monsters in England, and Grandpa's like, "Oh yeah, the, you'll see. We have family buried everywhere." So it's like, were the Draculas and the monsters were they like uh, maybe close family friends with each other? Are they like prominent? names in england mortal enemies it could be yeah oh yeah it could be <laughs> a little bit of a. uh what's that book <laughs> maybe the monsters are uh descendants oh my god from um from oh what's the dude's name romeo and Vin juliet oh romeo and juliet <laughs> the capulets and uh montagues yeah yeah uh, What's well, the Hatfields and McCoys? Yeah. Well, I think. Well, you had the Draculas, and then you had the um. Shit! I just said it in my head. Van Helsing. Monsters. Oh, Van Helsing. Yeah. So maybe like, you know, the monsters are like a sub cult of the Van Helsing family. Maybe, or maybe they're just another you know prominent class family. Yeah. They're the third. The monsters yeah. took out the Van Helsings. There you go. 
Yeah, I it, it's, it's oh, this. I can't wait for this freaking movie. I can't, every time we talk about it, I'm like, I just want to know. It's like, even if this stuff isn't in there, I'm not going to be disappointed. I just want to know what he's doing. Right. Yeah, I uh, want to see how um his movie comes together. But with this film, it's I. We'll do final thoughts afterwards. But are there any other hot points that we want to talk oh, about? I got quite a so number. Many. Um. When they run into the two guys carrying out the caskets full of counterfeit money. Yeah. Uh, and Al or Fred jumps into Al's arms. Yeah. Like how? <laughs> what do you mean? How? How did Al, uh, Al not like pass out from holding Fred? Well, he wasn't really holding him most likely. Yeah, that's why it looked like he was. Uh, but. We got a classic runaway scene with those two guys as they run out of the house, sped up. One guy's like running faster than the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Another callback to many episodes of the show. Uh, another scene I like when they were going into the counterfeit room and they can't open the door. Herman's like, hold on. I got this. <laughs> just like rams. It. Yeah, he just. He uses his head, um, for those who weren't looking at Tivis's video, you gotta remember yeah. that. <laughs> he uses his head to uh, ram through the door and uh, bust it down, and then they're in this room, and Grandpa's like, what? what?" And they walk around the room, and they're just like pointing out everything that they're finding. <laughs> it's like... Printing press, ink, okay, yeah. money. It's counterfeit ring! <laughs> I was not expecting that from this movie, honestly. What I wasn't expecting was for Herman to call for Batman and Car 54. Yeah, I love that one. Um, the Batman one, I mean, we already saw that, you know, they had done a Batman reference in the show. So it makes sense. But yeah, the yeah. Car 54, I mean, they're both from Car 54. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's uh, that's that's what gave them this gig, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're working together. Uh, and then Herman tries to steal some money and Grandpa's like, <laughs> you no. <know." laughs> Which is odd because Grandpa would be the one who would usually just be like, yeah, let's take all the money and go. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to go. But he's like, no, <laughs> we don't mess with counterfeiting in this family. Just rigging elections. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's what they tried to do. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh man! Oh, but uh, the, how they reference, how they get him to join the race at the end—that mm. was ingenious. They don't, we don't get the scene, but she talks about how I'll just mention his pride as head of the family, and I'm like, that'll work. Yep, that'll work. <laughs> that'll do her. That's exactly how Eddie manipulates him into doing things. Um, did not expect him to race into Dracula. Yeah. I mean, they uh, had to was... do a callback, which was nice because they like basically rebuilt it. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't reference that they had this before or anything like that. They just built a new one, but they still yeah. called it Dragula because it still had the Dragula plate on it or tombstone, mm -hmm. I should say. It looked real good. Yeah. Like, I know it was redesigned, but it looked good. Was it redesigned? Uh, I believe I read when I was doing my trivia that they... Uh, used an actual casket when they built this one. I thought they did that with the original one too. Well, I meant the the props people. 
Yeah, I thought not no, in that, the show. Yeah, that's what I mean. Did uh, well, maybe they did. I thought that the first one was made with a real casket. Yeah, and a it's lot in a of museum the, and shit now. The trivia for this movie overlaps with many because of the uh, the commentary that has come out since. Right. So it's very possible. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, no, there's um, and what's cool is like the uh, the actual car. I think is in the museum in oh, what state is that museum? It, it's in some very like it's in a car museum somewhere. I don't remember where you probably have to Google it real quick. But yeah, because uh, the one that Butch drives around is a replica. Yeah. So um, when uh, Lily and Grandpa are trying to stop the race because they realize they there's a hit out on Herman. I love how after they they uh they escape in the because uh, you know they get locked up so they get into the the uh, the fake caskets full of counterfeit or the real caskets I guess they could be and they just open up and the two guys look back and see them sit up yeah <laughs> that's awesome they crash and it just happens to conveniently be a delivery bike sitting there um. Let's see. Oh, when Roger's tied up, did you notice he accidentally opens the door? When he's struggling with it, he's like leaning against it, like struggling. Yeah. And he like moves his body with his hand on the door handle and the door like opens and he's like, "Uh oh, (laughs) that's awesome. Like, like, oh, you just that was a mistake. (laughs) Um, So if people do want to see the the monster, the real monster coach and stuff like that, if you can't make it out to a show. Yes. Uh, Vola, Illinois. At the Vola Oh, I think that's where the original Wolf Wolf is, too. Mm, Most likely. The coach is there as well. Yeah. That unwieldy coach that found out you can't actually drive. And I think um, uh, Eddie's uh, go-kart thing that they made is also there. Um, Soapbox thing, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. I just got a few more. Okay. Few more notes here, unless you got something. Uh, my notes are done until we get like, cause the All race right. is like one big thing. Um, yeah. Well, these are mostly with Grandpa and Lily. Like, uh, when okay. they get the horses and are riding, yeah. and Grandpa hits the tree and he blames Lily for hitting yeah. the tree. <laughs> oh, you can uh, totally see when the stunt doubles are like on the horses and stuff because Grandpa's makeup does not look right. Like, there's a lot skinnier <laughs> of a guy in the makeup. <laughs> I, I got off. worried during this scene because they the horses jump over a fence and how, yeah. you know Grandpa almost falls off. I'm like. Oh my God, they need to be careful. He's going to fall off. And then he actually falls off. Yeah. And it's because it turns out he's never ridden a horse before. Yeah. <laughs> How? I, I love that when they're on the, um, the, the, well, what we would use as green screen now. I don't know what they did back then with that, with this specific scene. When they did the horses, when they do her in the close ups, you could totally see that those horses were like made of rubber. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't. Yeah, they're they're made of rubber and when grandpa gets knocked off, they do the the cut to that shot of him getting knocked off by the tree. Then they go back to it and you see Lily on her horse and the other horse still going next to each other. And then that's where you really can see it's just like a rubberized horse thing. 
that that, that they would use for close-ups and stuff uh clearly for cheaper movies because it did not look like a real horse at all <laughs> they had like little spikes on their heads or something that i think was supposed to be hair but it was rubber so <laughs> um did you like the uh the adult joke that kept happening of the two people rolling around in hay yeah uh, yeah every time herman ran through a hay barrel or haystack there's two people inside. The same two people I might have. <laughs> They're just trying to get on, man. Yeah. Uh, that Also, that has to not be sanitary, by the way. <laughs> you know. uh, oh, uh, Grandpa's having a hell of a day trying to save Herman during all this because he gets knocked off his horse. Mm-hmm. He turns himself back into a wolf, runs into a hunting party, yeah. gets chased up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets screwed um yeah which was nice though because then we don't see grandpa saving the day it's actually actually no one really saves the day <laughs> lily lily catches up with herman and he's, she's just like they're trying to kill you and he's like i love you too Bye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's awesome uh, when they shoot the tire out on herman and he just puts his handkerchief in there to clog it and then breeze into it to blow it back up like that's not gonna work he he clogs it and then uses electrical tape to tape it on there and then does he miss the tape yeah yeah he uses like some black oh what it looks like electrical tape um to fix it yeah uh i like how the solution is just run him down at the end i'm like this has never worked for anyone good luck i knew exactly (laughs) what was gonna happen with this i was like oh shit they're their car's just going to shatter into pieces. <laughs> now, did you guess who the Griffith was? No. Was it Griffith or Griffin? Griffith? Griffin? I think it's Griffin. Yeah. Griffin? Okay. Yeah. Did you guess who it was? No. 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 I, How could you? There's no way there's, that there was no lead it was up the to barmaid. There, there was nothing like <laughs> saying that it was going to be that specific character at all. Yeah, and, and then it turns out she's going to marry Freddy and was he was going to be Lord. Yeah. yeah. That was the big, like, how? Where was the setup? Yeah, there was nothing. There was a several things, too, that it, it they felt. They tried to make you think it was the mom. Yeah, yeah. But there were several spots, too, where it felt like they cut stuff out because, like, they do the stupid setup line where, like, oh, I hope they don't get tied up. And then we see Grandpa and Lily tied up in the printing room. And I'm like, they do that a lot in the show, though. I'm like, where, what, how did they get captured? And why is this guy just, did he just randomly tie them up and then start telling his whole story? Like, you have to kill these two as well, dude. You just told them what you're doing. Like, just kill them now. What are you, what are you waiting for? He's insane. He's outside uh, guarding them like one of the, um, the, uh, People outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just, it, there were some points where I was just like, we did we lose like a reel of film or something here? There may have been some cutout stuff, but I, I kind of took that as, you know, because all the time, like, I'm sure he's perfectly safe. Mm. Cut to him in front of an execute or a firing squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh but i love how but that one that one made sense because it turned out to be a movie that they were shooting for the fire squad i i love how after they're all captured and stuff they're like yeah you're never gonna get this yeah something like that and Mm. the one 
sister is in the car and just gives one final hiss. Yeah. Because he I, throws like, tires on them to capture them. <laughs> He's got to be real good at horseshoes. Look, I'm telling you people, like, if you have never seen this movie, but you like Scooby-Doo, you need to watch this movie. Oh, it's so good. 100%. Um, even if you don't care about seeing the monsters in color, because I know for some reason there's a group of people out there that just think that the monster should be in black and white all the time. Like you, you should watch this movie uh, just because it's such a great, like exploration of how to do something. I want to say original because I don't real, really recognize a lot of the things that they do in this from other stuff beforehand. Cause like we say Scooby-Doo, but Scooby-Doo came later. Yeah. Um, so like it, it's something we can see how this influenced stuff to come. Yeah. But in a major way. Right. And, but they also did this thing where they, they did like a whole new story while still using elements from the stories that they've already told to move this story along as well, which is awesome because you see a lot of movies and stuff nowadays where it's just like, it's nostalgia, 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 like just shoving everything in from the old content. You know what I mean? Um, just so you remember all of that. And then the story's kind of like, eh, whatever this yeah. one here was like, no, we're going to show you, we're, we're going to remind you of like these little stupid skits and stuff like that, or story arcs that we might've possibly done, but we're mm. giving you a, a whole new storyline and different some new characters and we're going to surprise you at the end because i've watched movies for a long time in my life a lot of movies i did not see that ending coming with that chick no, <laughs> there no. Was, there was nothing there and i kind of feel like they didn't intend for us to know because there's a lot of between freddie and his sister yeah they're like oh you don't know who it is yeah <laughs> it's because you can't possibly call who it is right so it's it's like one of those things i'm just like it's it's it was actually done it was either done really well for that reveal at the end or really mm -hmm. bad because they had zero setup for it <laughs> like uh, but it's a toss-up because for me i'm just like i didn't see it coming so that had to be pretty good although yeah. when you think about it i guess retrospectively you 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 know the sister had to know who it was because she's like criticizing the brother for not knowing and the that brother, it was his fiance yeah and this is fiance so in, in retrospect you can look at it like that but other than that man i'm just like i didn't see that coming it was, no, it was like when Scooby Doo takes off like five different masks from a killer. Like <laughs> it's old man Gribbles. It's it's the oh, it's you. <laughs> and then like Velma comes over and be like, yeah, I'm I knew it all along because of this, this, and this. <laughs> oh. I was honestly waiting for somebody, some character like Velma, to come in and explain it all. I I I love this film. This was yeah. a really good time. Yeah, this was a good. I'm film. so glad we watched all of the show before we got to this because so much callbacks like you get so much more enjoyment if you know, you know, the stuff that came before. Yeah, most definitely. 
it, it was a it was a fun time. I I love doing it. Uh, this film, like you said, after the show, of course. Why wouldn't you do it after the show, anyways? Um, it yeah. just makes uh chronological sense, possibly. Who knows? It could take place in between some episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was just it was a good time. I had fun with this. I did not expect like an hour and a half monster film, uh, you know, based on a TV show using the same actors, almost the same, all the same actors anyways, Mm -hmm. was going to surprise me in a way that I wasn't expecting the ending, you know, or like, I didn't expect the money money thing either. I was like, what is this? Like, (laughs) yeah, the entire time they're leading people to believe that they're just killing random citizens. Yeah. Instead, they're, they're making just, fake money, but for what purpose? That's the thing. They don't explain what the money is for. No, they don't. It's just like a Scooby-Doo episode. It makes no sense in the end. Oh, I was going to scare you uh, kids away so that I could get the manor to myself. <laughs> like, wait. Then what? You have to get the deed first, dude. Like, <laughs> Squatter's rights. Yeah. <laughs> oh this was a good time people um i i'm going to make a post before we uh uh, release this episode to let people know definitely watch the movie before you listen to us talk because i'd like to see if you haven't seen it if the ending uh surprised you or not so i i definitely um would like to have more people go that way for sure yeah um or right, if we're so just stupid and didn't see the ending coming. <laughs> let's uh, let's end the show with uh, some bit of trivia that I dug up. Awesome. I'm going to go full screen So for we kind of touched on this quite a bit, but, you know, the reason Universal replaced Pat Priest with Debbie was because uh, Universal wanted to build the career of Debbie. And uh, Pat was also 30 at the time. And since they wanted Marilyn to be younger, they decided to cast younger. Uh, this, of course, devastated Priest and uh, angered many fans of the time and still kind of angers people today. And also, uh, as a side note, Debbie's career never took off the way they hoped. So that's a bit of a downer, but, you know. Uh, Richard Dawson would often make fun of himself for being in this movie while hosting Family Feud. I don't know if Mike is there or not. I can't hear anything. No, he just left. I wrote some of these for him to get his input. I'm and he here. He just goes and leaves. I me. am okay. here. I am here. All right. I heard All right, you. Did you hear that last one? No, I, I could barely hear it. <laughs> Sorry. I said, Richard Dawson, you would make fun of himself for being in this movie while hosting Family Feud. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Do you remember? <laughs> uh, this is a little off topic, but um, for people who have seen. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, the guy who basically narrates the show or, yeah, narrates it a little bit. He shot that completely separate. Uh, I forget his name, um, but he shot that completely separate, was never on set with the other cast members ever because they probably don't think he would have wanted to do the project if he was. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that, that just popped sense. in my head because you said that about that one. So... Uh, Since this was going to be the family's debut in color, the costume designers really wanted to kick it up a notch. 
This is why Butch is seen wearing a purple outfit and Lily has a different shroud than any of the ones we see in the show. Okay. Uh, this show was often double billed with the ghost of Mr. Chicken. Okay. <laughs> I thought you would have some kind of knowledge about the ghost of Mr. Chicken. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Gene Reynolds was the original director of this film, but was fired after having difficulties with working, uh, uh, sorry, working with the director of photography, which caused the production to slow. Since Universal wanted this movie shot 18 to 25 days, they brought in Urabellamy to uh, replace him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, This movie, of course, was an attempt to bring in new audiences and to revive the show from cancellation. Didn't work as well as they hoped. And they made this movie, you said, in, in 14 days or something like that? 18 to 25 was the mandate. So basically, they had a month to get it done. Dang. Uh, this this film did so bad in the box office that it actually prompted Paramount to alter their Get Smart movie and instead make it a three-part serial called A Man Called Smart. But this did bad in the box office. Yeah, man. Audiences sucked back then. This movie was awesome. <laughs> I guess you had to have watched the show, though, too, be, to be a fan of it, you know? Yeah. Um, For back then. Butch has gone. Yeah. Go on. Uh, Butch has gone on record ruining people's reality by telling him this movie was filmed in Hollywood and they didn't actually go to England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, duh. Uh, the number one question Butch often gets is, where is Wolf Wolf? Uh, he answers that it's in a private museum in Indiana. Okay. So I'm thinking it's probably the same one. Okay. Uh, it actually came out that Fred and Al didn't want Lily f- or uh, Yvonne for the role of Lily as they didn't think she could do comedy. But both happily admitted years later that they were quickly proven wrong. Yeah, yeah, I saw that recently. Uh, when Beverly Owen, won, uh, yeah, okay, so Al threatened to quit. Uh, like I said, a lot of this was stuff that because of the commentary and things that came out after. Yeah, uh, they originally planned to cast the role of Eddie to Bill, uh, Mummy, Mummy, who you might remember who played Googie, Googie. Hey, but uh, he said no because he didn't want to wear the makeup. And then they offered it to Nate Derman, uh, who went on to make the pilot. <laughs> and we know how that went. Right. Listen to our episode on the pilot if you haven't. Yeah, it was a fun one. Uh, well, for a uh, fun for fun us to talk, talk about. about yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Butch got into acting by complete accident. Uh, his photo was taken during a photo shoot for his sister and was hung in the photographer's window. Uh, that's how he got noticed for the 1961 film, the two little brothers or two little, little bears. I'm sorry. Okay. It's a little fun fact there. Uh, some more recent stuff. Rob zombie has talked about how actors from the sixties got stuck with their most popular characters and how that was tough on them. Fred has, you know, been on record for disliking Herman for many years until he accepted that that's who he will always be known as later in his life. And this happens to many actors who get typecast. Uh, 
an example from Doctor Who, Tom Baker was the doctor for seven years Mm -hmm. and he was ready to do anything else. But everything he tried, whether it be on the play or on TV, he was always just called, you know, the guy from Doctor Who. Mm. And uh, he he didn't even come back to the franchise until 2011 and he left in the 80s. So, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I know with uh, Fred, I don't remember if it's on one of the documentaries that we'll eventually watch or not. Um, yeah, but, uh, his wife, I believe it was said that he didn't want to come back. I think it's for the eighties movie. Um, and she's just like, well, you know, just offer, just tell them you want so much money, you know, to do it like an absurd amount of money to do it. And then you'll come and do it so that they wouldn't, you know, have him come back. And he offered like, uh, he put out a big number apparently and they paid it. They, they were like, okay. And so he, I mean, it's a win-win either you don't do it or you get a big payday. <laughs> right. So he, he, that's how he ended up doing the, the last movie that we'll watch uh, next week. So yeah. Um, it's awesome though. Cause it's just like, yeah, I want this much. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Zombie has called this his favorite movie. You could um, tell, you could tell from the color scheme. Yeah, definitely. Like that makes me even more excited. Like and, if that doesn't, Get you pumped for his film after watching this. And I don't know what will. It kind of <laughs> makes sense, too, because, you know, zombies movie is uh, we clearly know it's going to take place at the house. We don't know how much of it's going to take place at the house, but it seems a lot more of it's taking place overseas, too. So it kind of is like in, you know. It's it's kind of like this movie. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to it's parallel to this film. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I got five more to go. Okay. Uh, the cast and crew uh, for not just this film, but also the TV show and everything else that Fred Gwynn has worked for have all talked about how lovely of a person he was. Mm-hmm. Like he was a true, uh, wonderful person to work with. Um, so. <laughs> uh, Freddie Munster. uh didn't get the lord the title of lord because his father disowned him in the story but that's not how it works uh unless parliament got involved he would have still got it regardless of what his father said yeah it's, <laughs> which, it's, it's not a title that gets transferred through will yeah yeah uh also even if that's how it worked titles move down the current line so after he got done with herman freddie would have to take care of eddie to, for it to revert back to him yeah ask the new king he knows all about that (laughs) oh here's the thing the this okay so the ss united states uh in the movie has modern uh or has wooden doors and furniture Mm -hmm. the real ss united states was designed by a man terrified of his boats catching fire and would have had none of that he also made sure all of the portholes in the cabins were sealed (laughs) So you couldn't throw bombs out of it. Apple bombs, yeah. by the way, there was an apple bomb in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another callback. The the ticking. She's like, do you hear ticking? That's your watch, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> when they were close to the mocking of the, yeah. the, the clock and they thought they got a bomb in the mail. Yeah. This time um, it was. All right. Last thing I have here is IMDb has that Herman went sideways before hitting the oil. And that was a mistake. I took it as he tried to avoid the oil 
And that's why he's tried to uh, start a turning before hitting it Same. in the movie. Same. Yeah. So I call bullshit IMDb and whoever wrote that. <laughs> it was Fred himself. No, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have that then. Uh, awesome. Um, did you get the budget for this film? Because I have it if you didn't. I did not. Go ahead. Supposedly anyways, because we can't trust did the you internet. We can't trust the internet 100% on budgets for monster stuff. Clearly, Rob Zombie's Monsters has proven that. Um, yeah. Because no one still does not have a budget for that movie. They just say that it was reported at $40 million and blah, blah, blah. Mr. Zombie. That's been disputed, that. so they yeah. need to get throw that away. They need to throw that out. Um, but this one supposedly was $600,000. So. How much is that today? I think that is for today. Let me double check though. Is it converted? All right. I don't, I have no idea. Hmm. A thousand from 1966, correct? Mm-hmm. 2022. It would be, ooh, shit. <laughs> almost, uh, almost um, five and a half million dollars. All right. That kind of makes sense though. Yeah. Five and a half million. Which, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what Rob um, Zombie's movie comes out to. If they'll ever say, I highly doubt. I mean, that's going still to. way less than forty million. So, oh yeah, definitely, easily. What is that? That's around like the Deadpool price, isn't it? I think Deadpool was about eight million. I believe was it okay. Well, and then still, they didn't have to this pay movie marketing. Was fantastic! It looked amazing for the budget. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this movie was awesome. And I, I'm assuming that they, they told them you have 20 some days to do this movie because they were probably going to tear the house apart or some shit. <laughs> and they're like, look, you gotta do this movie now. Cause we need the house. We need the set. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Cause we know they've used those houses for multiple Ugh. projects all the time. How universal treats this property is so frustrating. On the outside, I mean people, because they clearly didn't shoot this whole show in the interior of that house, by the way. No, no, no. Those were all sets. But yeah, they probably but, wanted to yeah. use that exterior for something else. And we're like, you got this much time, get out. <laughs> uh, that's probably why this took place in England instead of their house. Well, that too. And, you know, those sets that they probably used for the England sets, those were probably already built for another movie that they were like, all right, well, you have this much time before we either need to shoot on it for another film or, you know, we're tearing it down because we need the space. Yeah. So. Well, I had a real good time with this first. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's 100% true. I'm just saying in theory that could <laughs> no, possibly I gotcha. be it. Yeah, yeah. So people out there aren't like, well, that's not true. They did this. <laughs> yeah, I, I how had did a real good time with this uh, this first movie, and okay. I'm excited to watch the other four. Uh, five, if you include uh, the new one. One, two, three. Buckle my shoe. Four, five more. Yep. So Freddy's um, coming for you. Yeah. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Freddy Munster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That axe he keeps taking off the wall. Oh, geez. That guy is crazy, bro. Yeah, he was. He needs to be in a psych ward. Oh, man. Um, What if he comes back? What if he's still around in the 80s when Monsters Today comes about? 
I would love that, but I am skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, just so people know, too. Uh, so this week we did Monsters Go Home. Next week, what are we doing, Divis? Monsters Revenge. Monsters Revenge. Uh, and which, then the week after that? Uh, well, Monsters Revenge, first of all, um, was a straight to TV movie, I want to say. Um, before they had DVD, VHS, stuff like that, of course. Well, no, they had VHS then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, definitely uh, going on. What is my computer trying to do? It's trying to open something else. There we go. Um, but then the week following, we will be doing Mr. Zombies, uh, the Monsters film for everybody, since it will be out and current. And that way people can hear our thoughts right away. Um, we are working on trying to get a couple of people on. So it's not just me and Tivis talking about just that film. So we mm. want different perspectives, different opinions on it. Um, people that like Rob Zombie, people that don't like Rob Zombie's work. Cause I really want them to be honest about the film itself, you know? So I, I feel that hopefully we can get some good people on. They'll be honest about the actual film to get information out there for everybody else. And then uh, following that, um, we will end up doing the other Monsters films. Um, and we will Halloween Monday, Mon Monster Monday for Halloween, we will actually be releasing the episode where we talk about 1313 Mockingbird Lane um, before we finish After, up the uh, other movies. Mr. Roebuck's glowing <laughs> statements about it, I'm... Yeah, so looking forward but to this. I, I feel it, it fits better for a Halloween day since it, it is does. a little bit more. It does. Mm, and then, of course, it's on Halloween, so people shouldn't be listening to podcasts anyway. So <laughs> you should be out with kids, or out trick or treating, or out taking jello well, I mean, shots from podcast. syringes. They can listen to it after Halloween. That's just when yeah. it comes out. True, 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 true. Okay, uh, <laughs> we're not a televised show if you miss it it's gone it's a live stream to this no um no, no. we're not doing that either <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh just keep an unless eye you guys want to get up at like five in the morning with us right definitely just keep an eye out for um all the episodes and stuff dropping soon we're going to be doing the movies we'll be making posts on our social media so facebook instagram twitter about what is coming the following week um all those are at the monster cast and then um, you can also go to, of course, I said, themonstercast.com for all of our other stuff. And it's themonstercast.com slash merch. If you are watching the video, ooh, you can buy this fancy uh, podcast shirt and other shirts, of course, that are there as well. And um, as far as everything else goes, I don't have much left to say. Uh, you can also no. email oh, us. Uh Oh, go, oh go ahead and finish I was gonna that. Say, you can also email us at themonstercast at outlook.com and that will you know get you straight contact with both me and Tivis and we can answer any questions, concerns, all that fun stuff for you guys. And I feel like we should get this out there officially too. Uh, if you are a fan of our other show or haven't checked it out and are a fan of us, we are in the discussion period of bringing back Operation Babble uh, for some... Uh, you know, we're going to be doing some content. Uh, we want to do Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving for sure, because yeah. we always enjoy those themed ones, but also some stuff in between that. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
definitely definitely check out operation babble and speaking of movies and things like that uh last week i started doing a recommendation where i recommended vampires kiss with uh nicholas cage this week i am going I'm to recommend stephen king's pet cemetery with fred gwynn in it um check this film out it is a great film if you like scary stuff be very cautious if you aren't into like massive horror this um, movie made me a like Still to this day, at least a couple of times a week, I'm afraid to stand up out of bed because of this film. You have cats, too. <laughs> well, they're not in our room. I shut the door. I, I shut that down real quick. They don't come into our room while we sleep. <laughs> you don't want them sucking your soul out of your mouth while you're sleeping? No, it's just uncomfortable to have some hairy thing lay down on your back while you're sleeping. <laughs> right. But yeah, I definitely recommend this. It's a good one. Uh, Fred Gwynn's in it for a little bit, so... Uh, yeah, definitely check that one out. And um, anything else uh, going on right now? I don't believe so. Uh, just follow us on all social medias. Find us on YouTube at uh, the MonsterCast YouTube channel. We can see our pretty ugly faces. And Tivis, uh, any last words or anything, my man? I I really hope that everyone watched this movie because it's a blast. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, with that said, guys, thank you very much. And we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white.